Andrew's Morning Show, The Breakfast Club. Man, what the hell is this, man? Breakfast Club, bitches. I'm glad they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over every... Wake your punk ass up. This Chris Brown. I've officially joined The Breakfast Club. Say something, mother... I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show. Breakfast Club, bitches. Hey, yo, 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 yo. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ M. It's Monday. Yes, what a weekend. How was your weekend? It was good. I went to my alma mater. I graduated from Wesleyan University, and I did a TED Talk there on Saturday. Okay. Then I went straight from there back to New York and flew out to Chicago mm-hmm. for the Black Women's Expo. It's the 25th year of the Black Women's Expo in Chicago, so I went there and did lip service live yesterday. Then, of course, coming back from Chicago, my flight was delayed, delayed, delayed last night, so I didn't actually get home till around midnight. Oh, man. Okay. My, but I had a good time. My weekend wasn't as crazy. My weekend, I stayed home and did nothing but play with the kids all weekend long. I mean, my kids tied me out. I did everything from trampoline. I played uh, two-on-two with my son. Um, We played for push-ups. I actually, I won one and lost one. I had to do, I think, 50 push-ups right there on the concrete. Uh, I just had a great time. I played cars with my son, Jackson. I did nails with my daughter, London. I did everything. Oh, yeah, your nails look good. Shut up. But I did her nails, actually. Did you watch Saturday Night Live with Cardi? I did watch Saturday Night Live, and uh, congratulations to Cardi B and yeah, she Offset. Is she is pregnant. Congratulations. Give her, drop a bomb, give a round of applause, do a bunch of everything for her. Congratulations to Cardi B. I, I liked her announcement a lot. I thought it was dope. I think we knew it for a long time, but I, I guess she wanted to announce it when she wanted to announce it. I'm not sure the reason why. Maybe she wanted to get out of the first trimester, which most people do, because that means that the, the baby's uh, fully formed and uh, the less li- the likelihood well, of losing it Well, she said that she didn't want better. people having things to say. Oh. She had did a post about it, but well, we'll get into that in Rumor Report. Well, I'm happy for I'm happy for Cardi. I'm happy for Offset. She's, she's a... I knew Cardi a long time when she was, I hate to say, but back in the strip club and... And I just knew that she well, always she had. It. Yeah, I mean, she just had, like, she always was empowered. She was always hustling. She was always grinding. Uh, she tells a story, like, one time where she just popped up at my crib one time to play her mixtape. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was dope. So I shouldn't say that because not every artist is going to try to pop up in my crib, right? Well, that was back in the day, Envy. I don't know if anybody's popping up at your crib. Yeah, now. not with that dog. Nah, nah. Mm-hmm. They ain't messing with my crib. So uh, shout to Cardi B. I hope, I hope we get to talk to her this week. I mean, she has... How do you like the album? Oh, that's the plan. Oh, no, I really like the album a lot. I think for women in particular, it's a very empowering album because it's a lot of things that we can relate to. We all go through. She's like the hip-hop version of Mary J. Blige when Mary J. Blige first came out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's somebody that's relatable to you and you can say, oh, I went through the same thing. You feel like Cardi's one of your homegirls. You know what? The, the crazy part about it is is my favorite joints change. Like, at first it was, I like Be Careful. Mm-hmm. Then I like... Uh, I like it like that. I'll be dancing around the house thinking, I don't know if I'm doing, supposed to be doing merengue, salsa, bachata. What is that? What is that? Salsa. Salsa. I didn't know what I was supposed to do, but I'll be like, I like it like that. My kids sing, I like it like that. I song. like Ring with Kalani. Yeah, I like Ring, that Ring song. is dope. I like, through your, is dope. I like Through Your Phone too, because I think it's funny. Through Your Phone is hilarious. Yeah. I like Through Your Phone. So hopefully. People really go through that. Yeah, so hopefully we'll kick it with her this week. Now, front page news popping off. What are we talking about next? Uh, we are going to be talking about Conor McGregor and what's going on with him. Also, we'll be discussing Facebook. And Google, what are they doing for their employer employees to make sure that they are more productive and healthy at work? Okay, we'll get into all that when we come back. Charlemagne is running a little late, so he'll be here in a second. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Thanks. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Conor McGregor looks like he's out on bail, right? Yes, and he's also officially stripped of his UFC title after everything that happened where he threw the hand truck through the window of a bus Mm -hmm. that was carrying a number of fighters who were set to compete. So two of them were left injured, Michael Chiesa and Ray Borg, and now he's facing charges of felony, criminal mischief, and misdemeanor counts of assault, attempted assault, menacing, and reckless endangerment. So we'll give you more of that, though, in the rumor report. And they said one of the fighters on the bus uh, stepped to one of his people and tried to jump one of his people, so that was Retaliation. Right. Yeah, that's what they're saying. All right, now let's talk about if you work at certain places, employers are now getting more serious about your health. Now, places like Google and Facebook and Geico, they have all kinds of interventions. They said employees are basically not eating that well. You know, at work, sometimes a lot of things get brought up here and we might eat things that aren't necessarily good for us. Now, studies show that 70% of Americans 20 and older are overweight and more than one third are obese. 
In the 1970s, it was only 15% of Americans who were obese. So they're saying now that's associated with a lot of people not showing up to work, reduced productivity while on the job, because you know what you eat in the morning does affect how productive you are at work. Mm -hmm. Well, now these companies like Microsoft, Google, um, Tyndall National Institute, Geico, they're hiring dietary interventionists that helps them show employees... Not to overdo it at work and also gives them sometimes cooking classes, meal right. plans, online nutrition tracking, all kinds of meal planning services mm-hmm. to help them. Now, at Geico, they're saying that uh, they targeted employees with a body mass index of 25 or above who had type 2 diabetes. And what they are saying in the first 22-week study that people lost an average of about 11 pounds. What in jail? Now, now no, you, can't, you can't just put big people in jail. What I miss? Now, think what? about it. When you were a kid or you were a teenager, there was probably one or two fat people in your class, and I hate using the word fat. Wow. It was only, think about it. What I walk in on. But think about it. Now, we're talking about obese people, but now you see it more and more and more. I look at my kids' classes. There are a lot of obese kids because now. Because America is one of these people that, I mean, America is one of these places that instead of uh, actually encouraging people to work out and lose weight, we say things like, oh, uh, they got a disease. Uh, oh, they're sick. Uh, oh, you know. Um, yeah. so, like, we make excuses we instead of getting it. results. Because like I said, I, I remember in school there was one Fat, I hate to say fat, but there was one fat person, and everybody made fun of that fat person. But what I, I think now this it's is, a bunch of. I think this is a really people. good initiative because some people, a lot of people, do want to be healthier and don't really know where to start. So what they're doing is providing that information for you at work, they should start providing younger. healthier options. They mm-hmm. definitely should start younger, but it's never too late. And right. stop making excuses for people. How y'all tell me I'm always fat shaming, but I get hit up all the time by people that tell me like, "Look, man, I lost ten pounds of you because of you. I lost twenty pounds because of you. That's I lost thirty pounds because of you." Stop. Well, I think it's. I think number one comment on someone else's body and you just did it no I'm not you just gave a whole bunch of statistics about fat people I'm not talking about any one person in particular. What I'm saying is that sometimes people are in the process of losing weight. You might not have seen them before. Maybe they have lost, but you don't know what goes on in people's lives. So I think it is important to encourage people to be healthier. And I think it's great that at certain companies now they are implementing plans to help people do that, achieve they're, that. They're nicely telling your fat ass to lose some weight. Because if you don't, you could possibly die. All right? Same thing I've been telling y'all on this radio for years. Same thing your doctor going to tell you when you go in there with that high blood pressure. Okay? All right. And All right. And Facebook is also about to tell users if your data was shared. So, you know, about 87 million users' data may have been harvested by Cambridge Analytica. So now they are planning to post a link at the top of your news feed that will allow you to see which apps are connected to your accounts and what information those apps are permitted to see so people can know. All right. We definitely just ruined somebody's breakfast, too. Somebody pulled That's up the Chick-fil-A this morning and got them two chicken biscuits with egg and cheese and two sides of hash browns, and they was ready to go in. It's not bad if you do it in, in you know, not every. Every day. Once in the blue, you can do that. And this is once in the blue. Go ahead. Go get your chicken sandwich. Yeah, right, I ain't mad at you. This guy going to Chick-fil-A every day this week. Oh, my goodness. All right. And that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a horrible weekend and you just need to vent. Or maybe you had a great weekend and you just want to tell us why you're blessed. 800-585-1051. Hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, yo, this Brandon from Columbia, South Carolina. 803, what's happening? What's yes- up, bro? Yesterday was actually Charlemagne the God Day in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Now, what you do? Um, I was oh, home. Yeah, huh? <laughs> I was home. home. You was <laughs> home. home. Yeah. I mean, you I was home, like, in Jersey, not in South You gotta South be Carolina. in the metro for that, man. I know, man. My goodness. I got something planned soon, though. What's up, bro? Get it off oh. your chest. But look, man, I feel like Nicki Minaj is indirectly hating on Cardi B. Like, she Why? hasn't come out. Why you say that? Because she hasn't come out, she hasn't said anything. And to a point that Angela Yee made a while back, like, for so long, Nicki Minaj was the only rapper who could be praised on this pedestal. Like, when you go back in the day, it was like Eve, Trina, Missy Ellie, you know, um, Lil' Kim, Foxy, all them, like... It was productive. So you, it, hold like, on. So you think just because Nicki Minaj is, uh, is quiet, she's hating? Like, come on, man. We got to stop reaching. She's been quiet since December, though. That's a reach. Drake and Tory Lanez. Look at what they did. Drake is reposting Tory Lanez's album. It don't got to be a feature. You just got to bridge the gap and let them know, like, we're together. Well, well, you, you I think, I think it would have been, like been nice for her to do that, but she also hasn't been posting at all, and the only thing she posted was an ad. 
Yeah, y'all got to st- stop thinking just because stuff don't happen on social media that it's not happening. Like, just, just because she don't uh, post the album don't mean she don't support. But maybe she does. Maybe she don't. We don't know. Taylor. Hey. Good hey morning. Guys, um, listen to you guys every morning. So good morning, you guys. Good um, morning. Everybody. Um, so you guys are talking about fat shaming and, you know, just a couple minutes ago, like people getting healthier. I'm a social studies teacher um, for middle school. And I see these kids who are overweight come in all the time with, like, nasty food that their parents bring in. I'm talking, like, McDonald's every day, Burger King. So with these companies, like, teaching these adults how to eat healthy, I think that's super awesome because they're going to hopefully trickle it down to their kids. Do you remember when you were uh, younger, there weren't that many big and fat people in class, was there? Stop calling no, the kids big like and fat, Envy. Like, I'm, not, I'm being honest. You know, just, that, can that, you just say but, overweight? But that's part of the problem. What's wrong with big and fat? Those are words that are used don't, to describe heavy these, people. These young okay. children, big and okay, fat. Why obese. not? What are they then? There was only one or two obese kids. Now, you look at the class, half of the class is obese. Why do y'all think obese sounds any better? I don't know. I don't obese, me- overweight, term. fat, heavy, big, those are all words to describe chunkiness. Orca. Hello? Orca. Orca. What? Like Orca big? Never heard of Orca? <laughs> no, man, for well. I don't know. Orca fat? <laughs> never heard of that? What is wrong with you? Wait. All right, anyway. Yo, Hello? Yo, yo, it's iPhone 7. What's poppin', baby? iPhone 7, man. You had a birthday last week, man. What's up, brother? Yeah, I'm still celebrating. I'm coming out tonight for real. I see that you and Self going to be at Scarlet's all night. Yeah, me and Self going to be in Queens. You sound a little hoarse yeah. like you've been up and partying. I've been making this shit happen. Yo, listen. No cursing. Listen, bro. Your consistency got to stop, bro. You been late every day last week, and you still late, bro. You said that I'm gonna tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something. Yesterday was a rough day, man. I ended up, I'm going to tell, tell you where my life is headed. I had brunch yesterday with Joe Budden, Mano, and Casanova. I don't know what's going on. Oh, I don't man. know. What? I don't, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm surprised you ain't in the Raymond right now. I don't. I, exactly. <laughs> what kind of brunch is that? I don't know, man. That's the reason for, you went to brunch and you're late because of brunch yesterday? Yeah, brunch yesterday was in the afternoon, bro. Oh, yeah, you're right. That doesn't even make sense. What about that's popping? I got to get there. Tickets for a wood side or something like that? It's ill brunch spot. Mad chicks me there. I'm going to pop out, though. Yo, but Envy, I'm yeah. coming out tonight. Bring that cash, bring that bread, bring all the change. Why, why would I bring out. all that? You going to dance for me? Like, I'm no, I'm, I'm married, sir. Oh, man. For the, for the grand picture. Oh, for the grand, for the grand picture. picture. All right, I got you. Right now. All right, bro. It's, it's 6 o'clock in the morning, and you're already plotting on a grand picture that's going to happen at 1 o'clock this morning in a club. My Lord goodness. have mercy. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Thomas, what up, Thomas? Hey, what's going on, man? Get it off your chest, bro. Listen, man, I've been trying looking for a job, man, and uh, it's not looking too good, man. You know, they did the background check and uh, kind of discouraged me a little bit. Uh, listen, I used to go down to those places, and they asked me if I ever had been convicted of a felony. I just check yes and tell them what it is. That's all. Yeah, man, you know, it's kind of discouraging, you know, and then you start looking at your past and, and realizing that the future, you know, doesn't look too bright. Well, what were not- you convicted of? Well, I really don't want to talk about that, man. <laughs> but, Come on, um, talk to me, man. You got to put it on your application. We've all had charges. Well, me anyway. (laughs) Me too. I feel you, man. I feel you, man. I'm just trying to get... Um, look for another job. What you do, man? man? What you do? I'm not talking about that, man. I'm not going to discuss that. Wow, you must have beat up somebody. You beat up a girl? No, not at all, man. Attempted murder? <laughs> I'm not into um, domestic violence. I'm against that. Oh, okay, okay. All right, bro. Well, keep working, man. Keep working all you on. need is one yes. Always remember that. No matter how many no's you get, all you need is one yes. I feel you, man. Have a great day, man. Ashanti. Yes. Good, Good morning. morning. Good morning. Get it off your chest, mama. Oh, my God, y'all. Well, first of all, I want to say good morning to everybody. TJ and V, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. Good morning. good morning, baby. Oh, so I just came to the realization this weekend that, you know, I've for the past 15 years, I've been fighting to keep my kids and my children's father's life. And um, it's not working. He doesn't want to be a part of their life, clearly. And He's running, he's doing a great job of hiding from child support <laughs> enforcement. Mm. And, um, you know, I've tried to do everything I could to keep them in their life. But I feel like, you know, I've done everything I could. So I just got to let it go. And people may say, you know, don't give up and whatever. But I got to let it go. He's not doing anything for them. I have three kids by the same guy. You let a deadbeat shoot your club up three times? <laughs> yeah, why didn't you stop the cool. first time? Or oh, the second time? That D's so good. 
I have no answer for that. You know, that, that raw <laughs> D so good. Was he uh, was he day, always was, like that? You know, back in the day, no, it wasn't. It was more like you know, I guess you know, being young, I was into that the the D boy, the Doug Love. Uh, <laughs> it, it got some. It did something to me, but you know. I thought I was that, you know, down bottom girl. You know, I was trying to stick in there, hang it out, do the, be there for the kids, you know. In, but the, in the words I of guess. Cardi B, you like guys that are in and out of jail. Sorry, mama. Well, at least you came to the yeah. realization finally before you had four. Shut up. Yeah. That is, that is. <laughs> 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 On a good side. <laughs> I, canceled that, I canceled that eight years ago, bro. That's not happening no more. Oh, yeah, an abortion. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't. I don't. Tubal ligation. Tubal ligation. No, no, no. No. Tubal she's saying that she stopped having kids. Her oh. old, her youngest must be eight. Well, she oh, got okay. her tubes tied. I don't encourage. Uh, I don't encourage no. <laughs> I don't encourage a woman not to have a uh, not to have the man in the life though. You know what I'm saying? She's I, trying. He just don't want to be in it. Oh well, you got him on child support. That makes least? him a deadbeat. And he's from Charleston, South Carolina. Hey, wow. four three baby. That, that wouldn't I don't be a good shout out there. Thank you, mama. That wouldn't be a good shout out there. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up anytime. Yee, we got rumors on the way? I mean, let's get right into it and congratulate Cardi B on her big reveal, which was her baby bump mm-hmm. on Saturday Night Live. We'll tell you what happened Saturday. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Cardi B. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Finally, 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 after all kinds of speculation and people saying that they thought she was pregnant and people saying maybe she's not, has said that she is pregnant. Now, she went on Saturday Night Live and let it out. Check it out. You did it! Oh, God. I'm finally free. Yeah. Well, drop one of the clues bombs for Cardi B. If you got revoked, you probably could see it because it wasn't nothing you could hear. Like, she just... Only her screaming, I'm finally free. Oh, that was the end. That was after that, the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That was after the she show. She just performed. Yeah, and I'm yeah. happy for her, man. I mean, Cardi B, I seen her struggle. I seen her grind. And she seems super duper happy. Offset seems happy. So I'm happy for we them. We all watch her come from the bottom. I, I do like how uh, they they revealed it on SNL because they didn't say anything. The right. camera just stayed on her face for a while and just pulled out. It was dope. And revealed that body bump. So congrats <laughs> it's to good. I'm, and she really isn't like her face. You know how sometimes people get pregnant and you can see it like in their face and you can see it, but you couldn't really see it in her face. So people were having a lot of back and forth. Like maybe she's not. Her outfits were really hiding her baby baby bump. So oh, it was God. a big reveal. So she now was, she's not, not. Was she doing this for her album now? Like, no, I'm no. saying a lot of times people. Oh, you're talking about before she yeah. revealed it. Oh, okay, okay. Before gotcha, she gotcha. said she was pregnant. You know, people usually sometimes you can see like their face gets bigger. Sometimes, yeah. She, she didn't. Her face didn't get any bigger. So it was a lot of like, oh, maybe she's not pregnant. She shows small. My well, wife did the same. It was very small. Nobody. Well, she stay in the Bronx for a month during this pregnancy. You going? It's going to show. Now oh. offset. <laughs> Posted, Cardi and I look forward to our next chapter together. And he put up a picture of the two of them. And, um, you know, a lot of people were wondering, well, what was the big secret about what well, Cardi B said that, you know, she, it's too much drama. She said, this is why I did not want to say nothing. People be so thirsty to scrutinize and try to destroy something that is supposed to be a blessing. Because a lot go. of people wait in. But she's happy. He's happy. So we're happy for them. And it's not everybody's business. But, I mean, you know, it's one of those things that you got to reveal because you can't hide it throughout the whole nope. term. Especially if you're going to be out here doing shows and stuff like that. She's dropping babies in albums. So congratulations. Is she still going to do Coachella? Um, yeah, she is doing Coachella okay. this weekend coming up. So Dope. all of that is still going down. Congrats to Body. I wonder if Beyonce going to bring her up. That'd be dope if Beyonce and Cardi reveal a record together this weekend. All right, now, Kenya Moore is expecting her first child, Kenya Moore from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Really? Yes. Oh, she's 57, right? She's 47. She's about 47, 48. All right, so she revealed this while she was on Watch What Happens Live. Well, on the uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion, part one. Now, don't judge me. I was watching this last night. Don't judge me. My wife likes this. What'd you think? Terrible weekend to reveal that you're having a baby, too. (laughs) Yeah, right behind Cardi. Terrible weekend. Hers didn't seem 100%. Well, let's let's play the audio in case you didn't see it. Any word of a baby twirl? Well, he or she wouldn't be named Twirl, for sure. That's my dog's name. But Right. Yes. We will definitely be welcoming a boy or girl oh. in late this year. 
All right. So, yeah, she doesn't want to say how far along she is She's yet. very early. You can tell She's by, by that statement. She's still very nervous, yeah. she said, so she wants to make sure she gets into a safe place. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a scary time, you know, for women whenever they feel like they want to come out and say what's going on. Especially when you're 47. Oh, my goodness. First trimester is First trimester. First the first trimester is tough for anybody, it's though. But especially when you're 47. We got to see here. We go about to when, make up some excuses for nothing. I'm not making up excuses, but it's up to anybody when they decide they want to tell. I guarantee you any doctor will tell you if you're 47, it's a little bit more difficult. Over the age of 40 is yes, difficult. Yes, yeah, that's a fact. It's the truth. I know, but in general, the first trimester is a rough trimester for anybody. It is. And, and especially, which is the it, truth. Yes, and way more rough when you're 47. All right, now Drake has also put out some new music over the weekend. Nice for what? And he put out his music video alongside uh, the new song, Issa Rae's in it, Letitia Wright, Yara Shahidi, a whole lot more people in that video. Check out a snippet of his new song, Nice for What? That's a real one in your reflection Without a follow, without a mention You really piping up on these you gotta be nice for what to these I understand You got a hundred bands You got a baby bands You got some bad friends High school pics You was even bad then You ain't stressing off no lover in the past tense You already had them Work at 8 a.m. Finish round five All down, you don't see them outside Yes, they don't really be the same offline I'm going to play the full version in the mix today. By the way, you can't even be sarcastic no more because I, I, on Friday night, I tweeted out, damn, Drake couldn't let Cardi B live a full 24 hours. He couldn't wait till midnight. This really became a topic of discussion. Like, I was serious. No. That's why social media needs sarcasm fun. But I will say uh, salute to Drake for that. Drake is dope. Uh, and and the, the, that, was, that video was a cheat code, by the way. If you take well, all, those, all those women in What? It? If you take all those women, especially those women of color, and put them in a video during this moment of Time's yeah. Up and Me Too and Women's Empowerment, yes. cheat code. I get. I bet you Chance the Rapper is sitting somewhere like, damn, he stole my idea. <laughs> God's plan was the same. It, it was, you know what? Matter of fact, Drake, are you running for office or something? He's the, what, what's up with all this pandering you're doing, He's doing man? what he got to do. The next video I heard that he's uh, he's going to redo Whitney Houston, I believe the children are the future, and it's going to be all about kids. And he's going to stop it. Stop it. Stop it. He's a school. That's what I heard. So everybody likes the song, though. Yes. So buying a school in Chicago, from what I heard. Stop all right. It. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and this that guy. is your rumor report. <laughs> now, earlier we were talking about obese people and big people, right? And fat people, right, Yee? Well, what was we the story? Were, we were talking about companies like Facebook and Google and Geico actually providing dietary interventions at work where they're showing people how to be healthier, providing healthier options at work, and even giving cooking classes. Right, and I was telling you when when I was a student, there weren't that many fat kids in the class. There were like maybe one or two. But now when I pick up my kids, half the class is overweight. We definitely used to have this one girl in our school who was really, really big, and she used to wear this uh, purple Phoenix Sun starter jacket, so the big sun was on her back, oh so we goodness. would all walk around her like we were the planet. <laughs> <laughs> that was the joke. Where is she now? I have no idea. Oh my God. I haven't gone on Facebook in a long time to see what she is. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Charlemagne is, is sometimes, people call him a fat shamer. Which is whack. The Sensitive people call people. me fat shamer. The way he talks to uh, obese people. Which, by the way, all I ever say is, take your fat ass to the gym. So we're going to open your up the phone lines. big ass need to eat right. That's not fat shaming. 800-585-1051. What's the proper way to, I would say, encourage somebody to lose weight? Yeah, I just want to say from my side of things, I don't think you should ever really uh, comment on people's bodies and you don't know what they've been through. Like, I know women who just had a baby that have gained a lot of weight, and people might not know that if they see them and if somebody says, take your fat ass to the gym, we don't know what they're going through. And there's sometimes, they've proven that even people sometimes who have a different body type, they go and they work out and they don't lose weight like other people do. Well, so way, sometimes I, it's more of a struggle for people than it is for everyone else. I don't uh, direct it at anybody when I talk like that, but I do direct it to men more because I say, what kind of man are you if you look down and can't even see your penis? All you right. know what I'm saying? It's just all stomach. You don't want right. to be all butt and gut your whole life, do you, my, my guy? 800-585-1051. What is the proper way... Why you got d***s and you a man? ...to talk about somebody losing weight? Call us up right now, and when we come back, we got front page news. We'll tell you about Conor McGregor and more fat people. Well, more ways to lose weight, I should say. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Conor McGregor, he's out, huh? Yes, he has officially been stripped of the UFC title after that whole situation where he threw the hand truck through the window on the mm-hmm. bus that was carrying the different fighters who were set to compete. Now, two of those fighters were left with injuries from broken glass, Michael Chiesa and Ray Borg. He's facing charges of felony criminal mischief and misdemeanor counts of assault, attempted assault, menacing, and reckless endangerment. Now, according to uh, Dana White, is he ever going to fight again? Well, originally, Conor McGregor was scheduled to fight again perhaps in September, but now he has to go to court on June 14th. And Dana White, while at first had out, had ruled out 
Conor McGregor ever returning, he's now not sure. Yeah, because he knows that Conor McGregor is a draw. I actually gave Conor Donkey of the day for that last week, uh, but I gave it to him for the wrong reason. They said that he didn't, he wasn't upset that he got his title stripped from him. He was actually sticking up for a friend. Yeah, said. somebody, yeah, somebody uh, allegedly tried to jump his man, so he was uh, retaliating. That don't make it any better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I, I can't retaliate every time somebody tried to do something to me or one of my people. I mean, you can, but you're gonna go to jail for it, like you did. Yes. All right, and now let's talk about Facebook and Google and Geico and a slew of our other companies now are trying to make sure that their employees are healthier at work by providing healthier food, but they're doing more than just that. What they're also doing is a dietary intervention. Now, this project is very ambitious. What they are doing is making sure that they not only stock their cafes and kitchens with nutritious meals, but they're also doing on-site cooking classes and giving people all kinds of dietary counseling individually. And that is just to help make people more productive because they have shown that people who are suffering from diabetes, obesity, will miss more days of work. And also people generally do want to be healthier, but sometimes they don't even know where to start. It's amazing how a white man got to tell you things that your Uncle Charlotte have been telling you for years. Maybe they just worded better, okay? But I've been telling y'all to lose weight for years because being doing, obese leads to all of these different health problems well, like they're diabetes. they're actually providing the tools to show people how to be healthier. They're not just telling them What, telling fat. them to take their fat ass to the gym? Telling them to take if your fat so, ass need to eat better? No, eat better. What, what's the difference? Because no, per, a lot of times people are at work and the options that they have to eat at work, just like at school, might not be the best options that's making them gain weight. So now they have people that are actually showing you how you can eat good, the food tastes good, this but it's needed. healthier. But they, we need to do it younger, because like I said earlier, when I was in school, there was one or two fat people in the school. Now, when I pick up my daughter from school, there's like half of the class is overweight. By the way, it's not about it's not just about what you eat at work either, though, or what you eat at school. It's about what you do during the day. Instead of sitting around being on your computer all day, being on your phone all day, playing video games all day, go out there and do some physical activity. Run around. We used to play basketball all day long. We used to run in the yard for no reason. These kids not doing that no more. Well, well my, the initiative the initiative has been working out. They did the first. 22-week study, and they said that uh, there was an average of about 11-pound weight loss. As soon as as you tell somebody they're overweight, stop shaming me. Why are you fat shaming? I'm not fat shaming. I'm telling your big ass to lose some weight. All right, what else we got? (laughs) All right. Facebook is going to let users know if their data was shared with Cambridge Analytica. They're going to start alerting the 87 million users whose data may have been harvested by Cambridge Analytica and let them know could they have been affected by that. And they're going to actually email you and post a link at the top of your news feed that will allow you to see which apps are connected to your Facebook accounts and what information those apps can see. Facebook should also uh, start letting users know your weight. Shut up, man. As soon as you start getting big, just alert your followers. You're 20 pounds overweight. That'll get people in shape. My goodness. All right. Thank you, Yee, for front page news. No problem. All right, and when we come back, let's talk about it. What is the proper way to tell people to lose weight? Charlemagne's a fat shamer. You know, sometimes <laughs> not a goes, fat shamer. <laughs> Stop saying that. Okay. Sometimes okay. it goes a little hard. Or is it encouragement? Like, hey, you might need to lose weight. Hey, do you want to live a little longer? That's hey, cute. Do you want to see your kids and your grandkids? Is that the way to do it? Or does Charlemagne? I don't know. Put your fat ass in the gym. You know, you know a good way. What? When you get to the airport and you be like, hey, sir, you're gonna need two tickets. All right. <laughs> you know you're gonna need the extra seatbelt. You're gonna need the extra seatbelt. All right. My goodness. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Hit us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Angela Yee was telling us about a story about. Trying to help people lose some weight. Right. We're talking about different companies and organizations. And now what they are doing at work is having dietary interventions where they have somebody come, that can come in, make sure you have healthier eating options in the workplace, and also teach you how to do things like cook and eat better. All right. So we're asking 800-585-1051, what's the proper way to try to get people to lose weight? Now, Charlemagne has a, a strong and aggressive way of doing it. I don't have a strong and aggressive way of doing it. My father just always told me that the quickest way between two points is a straight line. I would rather just tell you exactly what's wrong, because if I tell you what's exactly what's wrong, then you can do exactly what's right to fix that problem. So why not just say, look, my brother, you're fat as hell. Go to the gym. Like, look, my brother, you're fat as hell. When you look down, you can't see your penis. You need to start eating right. What's wrong with that? But there are some people who go to the gym and still haven't lost that weight yet, and it's a struggle, because different people's bodies are different. How they lose weight is different. So we don't know what it is. And sometimes people are embarrassed to go to the gym, too. Why? Well, if you eat right no matter what you do, if you eat properly, you will lose the weight. But I do think sometimes being a little too people. aggressive will encourage people to be scared and cry and not take it the right way. Well, here's the thing. Uh, either you, you either you allow me to be aggressive or that diabetes is going to be aggressive. 
All right? Either you allow me to be aggressive or that high cholesterol will be aggressive. I mean, you could be thin with high cholesterol that, that, and diabetes. That disease you're going to get is going to be aggressive on your ass. That disease you get from being obese ain't going to play with you. So yeah. why so why why not take somebody's harsh words and go t- go go to the gym? Because in this day and age, people don't take those harsh words. And there's also you can also be productively help somebody without having to say it in a harsh way too. What's the way? Uh, you can say, hey, listen, let me know if there's anything you need. I've been working out and doing better, and I have some ideas for you because I myself was having some issues. What, what that got to do with them being fat though? You like, see what I'm saying? We're talking about what that got to do with them being fat? Because you, we don't. I think it's really hard to judge other people's bodies and I'm talk not to judging. them. It That's is. That's not a judge. If but I look that at you, is somebody's personal body. Like, if I look at you and you're 300 pounds, it's not judging you to say you need to lose weight. But, it's telling you the truth. But if you tell me that, or you say, hey, fat ass, get your fat ass to the gym. You can't see your if fat my, ass penis uh, over your fat ass yeah, stomach. If you my man, I'm definitely talking to you like that. My homeboy Noodles right now that comes up here that does all the rooting for everybody black jackets, yeah. fat as hell. And I let him know that every chance I get. Now, what okay? happens if, if Noodles can't take it one day, he's having a bad day, and you do that, and you push him to the limit, and he does something crazy? You know what I tell him? What? I'm not going to be one of your pallbearers because I ain't that strong. See? All right, See? to carry that cat you know that you fat ass. All you right. Hello? Hello? Hey, good morning. Good morning. You, I am me. Good morning, Mama. Do you think Charlemagne is too aggressive and people are too aggressive when Why they be like, about me? fat ass, Lucy You're the one that's like that. Um, I kind of agree with Angela Yee on it. Like, you don't know what people are going through. You have to give words of encouragement. There you go. Not, not be Attack like, somebody. Oh, oh, take your fat ass to the gym. You just right. got to tell them, like, okay, I'll go with you. Because I'm slim, but I go to the gym and stuff like that. So I always encourage people to go to the gym or to figure out a different way to lose weight instead of telling them they're fat. What if I say... A lot of people go through something. Yeah, You're people right. have all Thank kinds you. of issues they're dealing with work, with family. You what don't if know I, what's oh going God. on. What if I say... I'll go with your fat ass to the gym. <laughs> That's just the same, man. 800-585-1051. How can we get people or how do we talk to people who might be a little overweight and encourage them to lose some weight? Now, if you think about it, Charlamagne, you go to the gym, I go to the gym. I don't really see fat people in the gym like that. I do. I you see do? overweight yes. people in it because they're trying to do better. Really. And I, I see them in the gym and they, they be like, I'm in here because of you. Like, my brother, that's what's up. You know what I mean? I mean, for some people that works. Some people say, I love how you tell Charlemagne to stop fat shaming people because I hate when he says that. Well, I, it I, just I, depends. It's different for different people. Well, guess what? I want you to be at all them fat people's funerals, okay? You're Since not you gonna, care so much. Everybody who's overweight doesn't die, and there's people who all are right. thin that aren't healthy either. Let's take some phone calls Excuse when we come excuses, back. Excuses, That's why everybody's fat. All right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, we're talking about how to get people to lose weight without necessarily being as aggressive as Charlamagne. Without saying, fat ass, go to the gym. Fat right, ass, now I'm start you can't see out. your penis. Fat ass, because your stomach is too fat. You fat ass, look at your d- you fat ass. I'm going to start screaming at fat people now. DJ Khaled <laughs> wants you to eat a salad. You know what? Okay, that's what I'm going to start doing. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Lynn. Hey, Lynn, you sound pissed off. No, I'm not pissed off. No. Okay, we're talking about how to encourage people to lose weight. If it's a loved one, I feel like you should incorporate, like you should work out with them and come up with like new ways to eat and incorporate healthy meals and snacks. Somebody you work with, I just feel like you can do the same thing. Maybe try to get them to be your gym partner or something. I think those are all good options. And I think even for yourself, even if you're not overweight and you want to encourage somebody else, there's changes you can make in your own lifestyle that could be beneficial and help somebody else do that as well. So right. you guys are doing it together. Hello, who's this? Good morning, it's Dave from Jersey. What's up, bro? We're talking about encouraging people to lose some weight, man. Hey, man, you can't encourage people to not be lazy. It is what it is. Fat is fat, up is up. You know, if you fat, you fat. You 5'5 five, five and 250, you fat. You 6'5 and 250, you might be a little muscular. It depends on if you like LeBron James or not. He said it's fat is fat and up is up. <laughs> that is the truth, though. Hey, up is up, quick, down is down. Real quick, I got something to say real quick. Um, I'm tired of envy lying all the time to the people talking about calling any time, telling when you're mad, then when you get when you call and you get through, old boy, like, hey, you want to talk about this? Hey, you want to talk about that? No, I want to tell you why I'm mad. Like, I might have been mad about something. Like, Well, you was too late, baby. man. We got we got 30 calls. Nah, but, you but, said call any time. All right, tell us now. <laughs> why are you mad? <laughs> why are you mad? Oh, wow. Well, all right, well, I'm mad, man. I'm tired of this mumble rap, man. Bring real rap back. That's what I want to hear. I want to no, hear God. 90s rap, early 2000s How rap. How old are you? I'm, tired of... I'm 33. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Do you have title? See, I was born in the 80s. Don't try me, Envy. Don't come for my age card. I'm, I'm not. My brother, I'm not. my brother, do you have title? 
Yeah, I got title. I'm on everything. Title, mad, uh, YouTube. It's, it's mad it 90s playlist on title. Go to your 90s yeah, playlist. but you, I want to hear it on the radio. We need these Why? It's 2018. Why would we play 90s? Guys, this doesn't have to do with the topic. All right. Edge, don't worry about the topic right now. You said little flip. Hey, Charlamagne, them cookies was nasty, too, that you promoted, too. I just want to tell you, I bought two cans of them. Them cookies was trash, bro. Well, you don't need them anyway, fat ass. That's why I'm glad it was trash, you fat ass. You don't need no goddamn cookies, fat ass. Yeah, yeah. Now, you used to date a fat girl. Yeah, I used to date a fat girl back in the day. How you get her to lose weight, or did you? I well, for starters, you know, um, uh, she was very, very attractive. She's very beautiful. So, you know, um, for starters, I felt as though, you know, she'll look way better if she lost weight. So right. instead of just insinuating, you know, that she should start eating healthy and just telling her, you know, oh, I think you should lose weight. I actually got both of us a gym plan, a gym membership. To okay, we there we go. Members. Be active. Right. We both active. You know, we both encouraging each other to go every day, you know, instead of going by yourself, you know, because I go to the gym by myself and it's kind of hard to stay focused long there, long term when I'm by myself. It's, it's supposed to me being with someone. Okay. All right, I feel you. That's All right. Good. Well, what's the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story is, man, you know, regardless of what motivates you or what doesn't motivate you, just be active, man. You know what I'm saying? If you're fat, the truth to the matter is you need to lose weight because it does lead to all kind of health problems. Period. All right, and I think in general, fat, skinny, no matter what your body type is, it is important to make healthier decisions because I definitely know some skinny people that eat terribly Here we also. go making excuses. We just, and that's that's the problem. Yes, what? we do know skinny people that make terrible decisions, but America is dealing with an obesity problem. And that's until why I we said no matter what your body the problem, type is, there will be no solutions. Right. Being fat is not what's up, period. Don't, so, so, so you can hear Charlemagne saying and get upset, but I would rather hear from me than hear from my doctor in five years. Well, be healthy regardless, all right? How about that? All right. Now, we got rumors on the way? Yes, we're going to talk about Jay-Z, his sit-down interview with David Letterman that was on Netflix on Friday. I know a lot of you saw it, but we'll have some recaps for you in case you didn't. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. This is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On The Breakfast Club. So listen Yes, so as you all know, Jay-Z was on David Letterman. This was on Netflix on Friday, and they talked about a lot of different things. Now, Jay-Z talks about his relationship with Kanye West and how he's always been the same. Check it out. Really, like, literally, my little brother is Kanye. Mm -hmm. And like your little brother, things happen sometimes. We don't come from the same mom and dad, but, you know, I've watched Kanye from without an album. The thing that I respect about him is he is the same person. Like he interrupted our studio session and stood on the table and started rapping. And we were like, could you please get down? So, yeah. But then he was like, no, I am the savior of Chicago. I was like, (laughs) didn't even have a record. Now, one thing everybody was talking about was David Letterman and Jay-Z sharing stories of their infidelities and how they've moved forward past that. Here's what Jay-Z had to say about saving his marriage. Much like you, like I have a beautiful uh, wife who was understanding and knew that I'm not the worst of what I've done. And like we did the hard work of going to therapy and we love each other, right? So we really put in the work and, you know, for years, like this music that I'm making now is a result of things that have happened already. And like you, I like to believe that we're in a better place today, but still working and growing. And, you know, I'm proud of the father and the husband that I am today because of all the work that was done. David Letterman also told his own story about how when he got caught cheating, it was one of the scariest times for him. Check out what he had to say. It's hard work. In saying that, I don't mean that, oh, I'm heroic. Yeah, yeah. But but it's uh, as scared as I've ever been in my life. Yeah, yeah. Not to discount the pain I caused others. But I can't imagine not coming through it. Right. You know, you know the, the end result is, is still a work in progress, but I now know I'm a different person and I'm not going to... My worst fear is not coming to pass. You know, it's interesting, man. Uh, I watched that uh, interview with David Letterman and mm-hmm. Jay-Z, and I said to myself, what do I like more nowadays? Do I like Jay-Z's interviews or his music more? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I, I I feel like watching the evolution of Sean Carter, the man, is so much more interesting right now than his music. Even though it is reflecting in his it music. It is reflecting. It yeah. definitely reflected in 444, but just to sit there and watch him have certain conversations that I don't think he would have had 10 years ago, 
it yeah. just I feel like it helps all of us grow as grow as human beings. Cause we don't know this side of whole. We've we've heard twenty years plus of his music, but the fact that he's being so open and so candid is something that you well, enjoy to hear. But he he has always been open in his music. In his music, right? But just to see him actually just sit there and be revealing about himself and his personal life, I just I just love the evolution of Sean Carter. I think that you know I grew up saying that the uh, the, the greatest story of evolution was Malcolm Little to Malcolm X, but now I think it's Jay Z to Sean Carter. Like I think it's on that level. Mm -hmm. And mind you, these are things that Jay Z doesn't have to share him and Beyonce, but. I feel like part of the reason why he's sharing it is because he knows that it's a story that can help out a lot of people. Benefit and other exactly. people. Makes exactly. him very yep. human because it's not something of himself that we have to hear. Right. And it's like every time I listen to a Jay-Z album, it's reflecting where I'm at in my life. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's, you know, dealing with me and in infidelity or dealing with therapy mm -hmm. or black economic empowerment. Like, it's always like, damn, that's that's what my life is right now. Right. All right. Now, Tiffany Haddish is going to be executive producing a comedy series that's in development at HBO. It's called Unsubscribed, and it's an examination of female blackness. That's how they're describing what it is. Uh, female blackness, beauty, and identity through a behind-the-scenes look at the Instagram hustle. So mm. that project is the first that she is doing under her first look deal with HBO. We'll drop on the clues bombs for Queen Tiffany Haddish. Mm -hmm. Instagram hustles for what? Instagram models and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, I guess it's just going to talk about, you know, female blackness, beauty, identity, and they're looking at the Instagram hustle to look at those different topics. Well, there's going to be some people that can get on that show and promote their T-shirt lines. All right, <laughs> in addition to, to that, by the way, Tiffany Haddish is also going to be writing the intro for for Richard Pryor Diary. She's working on that project alongside Richard Pryor's wife, Jennifer Lee Pryor. So that book is due out in October, okay. but she's going to be doing the intro to it. And remember, she always talks about how she did that comedy camp mm -hmm. and Richard Pryor was there and gave her advice. Yeah, Richard she's Pryor a huge fan of his. Richard Pryor told her that when people come to comedy shows, they want to laugh. That's right. That's it. They <laughs> want to have fun. That's a fact. Yes. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Now, when we come back, Charlemagne Donkey today. Yes, Donkey today, and it hurts my heart to have to do this, but it has to be done because Donkey today does not discriminate. Donkey today has to go to my brother, uh, one of my top seven favorite rappers of all time, a man I truly consider a friend, Killer Mike. Oh boy, but this is just too good to pass off. Mike. <laughs> this is why old. Need to stay away from acronyms, okay? I, had, I just had this conversation with y'all last week about myself and acronyms. I just found out what SJW meant. SJW. What yes. Does that, what does that mean? Exactly. Oh, what does it mean? <laughs> Social justice warrior. Oh, I didn't. I had it. no idea. I thought that it was one of the DJs from In Living Color. Wasn't it the DJ S One? Sean Williams. Yeah, that, yeah, he's That's what I S1. thought. I promise I you. Was R and B group. I was like SWV. I thought, <laughs> that was confused. Sarah Jessica Parker changed her last name. I didn't know. I didn't oh, I ripped acronyms from the nineties. Now <laughs> PLC SWV. I kill that. My goodness. All right. Donkey. Today's up next is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. <laughs> Donkey of the day for Monday, April 9th goes to my brother, the good brother, Killer Mike. No. Now, let me give you all the backstory <laughs> on my relationship with Killer Mike. I have known Killer Mike since 2003, since I've been doing radio at Hot 103.9 in Columbia, South Carolina. Drop on the clues bombs for the 803. That's when I first met Killer Kill. Uh, not only is he one of my top seven favorite rappers of all time, that man is my friend. And one of the first conversations we ever had was about D4L because Laffy Taffy had just came out and I was commenting on that record being whack. And he said to me, okay, now. Them boys from D4L will whip your ass. <laughs> All right? Don't let Laffy Taffy fool you. Okay? And Killer Mike and I have been friends ever since. Now, I know y'all was trying to cancel my guy, Killer Mike, a couple weeks ago because he sat down with the NRA and had a conversation about black gun ownership. And the NRA spun my brother's words and used it to make it seem like Killer Mike was against the March for Lies movement. And y'all went in on Killer Mike. All mm -hmm. right? And Killer Mike knew he got got. All right? He owned it. But I personally didn't think that was donkey-worthy. But... The universe must have wanted my brother to get this donkey because yesterday on social media, Killer Mike truly earned one. Now, one of the people who called out Killer Mike when he sat down with the NRA was Miss Joy Ann Reed from the MSNBC show uh, AM Joy. Drop one of the clues bombs for Joy Ann Reed. Yes. Now, Joy Ann was on IG yesterday, and she posted a pic of her glam squad with the caption, and not to be outdone, at GLA Lux and Cynthia who rocked the H&M for our Elgin Baylor shoot, hashtag AMJoy, hashtag Glam Squad. Now, Correct. Killer Mike, <laughs> who was still clearly a little salty about Joanne coming at him, he's still thinking about Joanne coming at him over the NRA thing. He left this strong and wrong comment <laughs> on Joanne's page. He said, 
So me doing an interview about black gun ownership with the NRA is bad, but you promoting a company that tagged a black child a monkey. All right, that's good, that's cool, that's acceptable. Okay, check, shaking my head. Now, the company that Killer Mike is referring to is H&M. We all remember the coolest monkey in the jungle Correct. shirt and all of that. Joy Ann responded, <clears throat> at Killer Mike. H&M stands for hair and makeup. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 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 right. The two women beside me in this pic did my hair, H, and makeup, N for a shoot. The blouse I'm wearing <laughs> is by Norris Ophel Ferrari, mm -hmm. and I doubt you can buy it at the retail chain you're thinking of. I got it from a designer via a stylist, and here I was thinking you were an intellectual and not just the guy who hangs out in the sunken place talking guns with the NRA's official black guy who literally changed his last name to black. Mm -mm -mm. I immediately hit Killer Mike and I said, first of all, I sent him a bunch of laughing, crying faces. <laughs> and then he, then I talked to him and I said, bro, you just got to take the L on this one. <laughs> sure and this is why old niggas need to stay away from acronyms. Mm -hmm. I was just having this conversation last week. These kids confused mm -hmm. me with acronyms. Now, Joanne's not no kid. But acronyms ain't my thing. Right. I'm from I'm from the the eighties nineties era. Okay. Right, Usually right, right. we say H M U for hair and makeup though. I don't know we what that means. Know I would think H M U was a college if you said it, it to does me. Sound like All a right. University, I know yeah. S W V. I know them. I know T L C. I know B E T. Yeah. I know M T V. That's right. I know N B A. Okay. I know N F L. After that, you pretty much got me on all acronyms. Okay. L O L. I know that one. I know that one. Okay, but uh, my man Killer Mike is on the phone because Killer Mike actually wants to give himself donkey today. Killer Kill. Oh, man, I came in to humbly, man, you know, accept my donkey of the day and definitely mm -hmm. provide an example for what you do when you mess up. Next, you say you're sorry. So I apologize to Joy. And yesterday, and I'm apologizing again today. And to people who love me and believe in me, my bad. You know? What made you jump the gun so fast, Killer? Yes, Killer is my what brother. What made me jump the gun so fast is I don't understand acronyms because I'm old like Charlemagne. I tried but, to tell you. <laughs> yeah, but acronyms have gotten me in trouble, whether it's NRA or HML. But to be very dishonest with you, black people, I'm just like, I'm going to hold a standard. And if the standard is we not rocking with certain people, I'm never rocking with them again. I'm never eating at Houston's again, never shopping at H&M. Not doing no NRA format and stuff because it pissed my people off. But really, I think the grander lesson for me and everyone is when you mess up, you just say sorry. I've done that, but beyond that, I'm still out here in the community going for it. And I'm still telling people that video you put up on your page of the husband and wife training the farms. Yes. Black people get out there, get the training every weekend, get out the house, stop watching TV, get out there, learn how to fish, farm, garden learn how to shoot, train, just do for self. All of my stuff comes from a positive and loving place. If I mess up, I say I'm my bad, but I'll be at the fire range when I get home in a couple hours. I see y'all out there, man, training. We got to take care of ourselves. That's right, my brother. And I think that is an important lesson for everybody because sometimes we're so stubborn and we don't want to just admit we're wrong and say sorry, but we all mess up sometimes. And the yeah, best thing to do... You got to. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I don't have, you know, my thing is, I'm a rapper. I don't ask you for money after I do things for the community in terms of a positive way. So I don't have no vested interest in trying to lead or take anything. So I simply say, whatever I do, I do for my heart, whether it's sending kids to New Orleans or bad trips or getting people to vote for a mayor named Keisha. But with that said, I'm so passionate about y'all. If I make a mistake, I don't have a problem saying I'm sorry. I said I'm sorry to her. I'll say I'm sorry to y'all. But I'm going to be back out there helping my people today and tomorrow. That's never going to change. If I was doing that before I was ever famous, I'd be doing that long after I'm an old man. Hey, and Killer Kill, the moral of the story is, man, stay away from acronyms this year. No NRA, yeah, no H&M. Don't, don't even go to no NBA games, my <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, man, speaking of love and respect, man, y'all, when y'all come to Phillips Arena next year with the Hawks, man, y'all make sure y'all come and stop by the swag shop. We'll be in there. You'll be able to get a cut, talk sports, and tell me what you think. My man, Killer Mike, got another black-owned business in Phillips Arena. There you That's go. huge. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I love y'all. I respect y'all. Charlamagne, you're a true friend for Paul to be like, hey, buddy. You messed up this time. We gonna, we going to go ahead and get your talk together, man. <laughs> man, shout out. My I brother. Love you guys, man. Stay well. I'll see y'all in the community doing the right thing. Look, man. Uh, WTH. Listen. <laughs> What's that mean? White House? What the hell? The White House. What does it mean? What? What the hell? Oh, oh what the hell? Okay. Oh, my gosh. Listen, some donkey of the days just sell themselves, man. Uh, please give my brother <laughs> Killer Mike the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey mm. of the day. You are the donkey of the day. Yee-haw. <laughs> <laughs> 
we're not doing is we're not canceling Killer Mike. All right? No. And don't get no blacking in Killer Mike. That man is from Atlanta. He went to Morehouse. He owns several black businesses, hires a bunch of black people. Right. Married to a beautiful black woman. We not, he banks black. All right? We not, that's one thing we're not doing is canceling Killer Mike. You ain't going to challenge that man's blackness. Well, he jumped the gun, so. Well, I, I shouldn't he, have said anything he about JTG. that. Jumped the gun. Oh, yeah, he jumped the gun. He, he JTG. He jumped out the window. So we're going to ask you, 800-585-1051, have you ever jumped the gun? You jumped before you really knew or understood what was going on? on and you wound up looking dumb? Story of my life. 800-585-1051. We're going to talk about that. Have you ever jumped a gun when we come back? It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Killer Mike got donkey of the day. Now, why did he get donkey today, Charlamagne? Uh, Killer Mike got donkey today because he's an old, old N-word like myself. And, uh, you know, old N-words got to stay away from acronyms, man. You know what I mean? These acronyms are very confusing. Joanne Reed, salute to Joanne Reed. Joanne Reed got online and said that she was with H&M or getting H&M or whatever, which means hair and makeup, but Killer Mike thought she was talking about the clothing store. So Killer Mike, oh, <laughs> Killer Mike went bad. at her for supporting H&M because, you know, supporting H&M is like they did the whole campaign with the young boy and the monkey and the coolest in the jungle and all that good stuff. Right, so we're asking 800-585-1051, have you ever jumped a gun? Charlamagne, have you ever jumped a gun on something? I know you have. Um, Yeah, but that's why, you know, that's why I always tell people you have to measure twice in order to cut once. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you just got to pay attention. Like, and, you know, I, I I even do that still. Like, last week, when I gave Conor McGregor donkey of the day, I gave him donkey of the day based off, you know, uh, an article that was out there about him being upset that he got stripped of his light heavyweight title or whatever it was. But that wasn't the case, you know? So, like, yeah, we do jump the gun, especially in this era. That's why I try to pump my brakes every now and then. I, ju- I jumped the gun uh, two weeks ago bad. Um, my son... I got a problem with the house, in the house with turning off the lights. I tell him, turn off the lights every day. Turn off the lights in your bathroom. And and I came home one day and he didn't. So I, I pulled his Xbox out and I, I ran over it with the truck, right? Whoa. I know. Okay, but, that's ridiculous. No, but this, I've been telling him to turn you. these lights off for months now. So you run over the Xbox because yeah, of the lights? Absolutely. I had to prove him. Like, look, crazy. this is that serious. But then... <laughs> I what 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 when I looked at the cameras, I found out that it was Gia's mom that actually went in the bathroom and she has dementia and forgot to turn the lights. So you have off. to buy another Xbox. I, I had to buy another Xbox. Mm. I jumped the gun a little bit. What about you, Yi? I'm trying to think of specific examples because I feel like it happens frequently, mm-hmm. uh, especially with people that I work with. Because sometimes um, one person might do something wrong, but it's because they got wrong information. I can't mm-hmm. think of a specific example, but I know that I try to be really cautious of it and try to feel out both sides and also just be careful how I address people mm-hmm. because if I don't know a whole situation, I don't ever want to say anything and then regret it later. Measure twice, cut once. But it happens. Hello, who's this? It's JD from Boston. JD, we're talking about jump the gun. Have you ever effed up, jumped, and was like, oops, I went too oh, far? Oh, man, listen, man. I went through it with my, my lady. So me and my lady been together for like six, seven years. And, um, yo, you know, one day she was just like, she was like, listen, life is getting a little boring. You work, you work, we sleep, you work, you sleep, you work, you sleep. Um, she's like, yo, can we get a little interesting? Like, can things get a little interesting? So I'm like, all right, cool, let's do it. So she's like, you know, I'll be opening things in the bedroom. So I'm like, you know, every man thinking threesome, threesome. So I'm like, hell yeah. So <laughs> this is, we texting each other back and forth. We end up, get, I end up getting home and like, I'm all sauced up and shit. I went and got some toys and fruits and thinking I'm about to <laughs> trying to think of a girl. Right, right. And then opens up the Bible and says, it's time to bring Christ in our life, bro. Oh, Whoa, yeah, you jumped the gun, bro. And, and I'm sitting there like, I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like, it's just a joke. Like, you know, Ashton Kutcher, come out. Like, I'm thinking I'm getting punked. And she's like, no, she's like, through Christ, all things possible. She starts getting biblical on me. Meanwhile, I'm like, I'm feeling guilty because I got all these nasty things going through my head, man. I just sat there, took the L, bro, jumped the gun. Damn it, man. Damn measure it. twice, cut once. <laughs> he couldn't measure that one. That's once. all I can tell y'all, man. Measure <laughs> twice, cut once. 800-585-1051. Have you ever jumped the gun on something? Call us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now we're talking jumping the gun on something. Now, if you haven't heard earlier, Charlamagne gave Killer Mike Donkey today. Because um you know, uh, he, he jumped out the window yesterday when Joanne Reed got on Instagram and Joanne Reed some, said something about H&M and Killer Mike came at her thinking that she was supporting actual H&M, the clothing store, right. when in fact she was saying an abbreviation for hair and makeup. And that's why I say us old Negroes just got to stay away from acronyms. Mm-hmm. Let's just stick to the acronyms we know. SWV, TLC, NBA, NFL, okay? 
Nah. EBT. And especially on social media, sometimes people tweet or put things on Instagram and we take it the wrong way and we're wrong. I do that It all happens the time. all the time. Hello, who's this? This is Romello. Hey, what's Romello. up, bro? You ever went overboard on something, man? Yeah, yeah. I, I jumped this gun on my, my lady. You know, she she had blessed me. Uh, we've been together 19 years. We've been, been together 20 years, been married for 18 and uh, so she gave me a threesome one time with a friend. Oh, gosh. And uh, uh, we did it, whatever, and my conscience was eating me up. You know, one day she told me she was going to have lunch with her friend and it was going to go to the library or whatever. And I'm thinking, because she done it with me, that maybe she owed her friend a favor and she got to do it with her friend mm. now. So, so I followed her thinking that, you know what I mean, like they was going to do it with her man type of deal. And uh, I, I just got caught out there following that. And I, was, and I was just tripping, man. And she was just like, see, that's why she didn't want to do it in the first place. And Damn. it was just crazy, man. Did you ended that one for yourself. Yeah, I definitely did. Damn it, man. Thank you for calling. Hello, who's this? Hi, I'm Jaya. Hey, Jaya. We're talking about jumping the gun. You ever jumped the gun on something? I jumped the gun in many occasions with my ex. We actually were dating for three years, and um, I was his first girlfriend. I thought he was cheating on me, like having sex with a girl that he was working with. So I would, like, go through his phone and, oh, man. like, kind of, like, creep around his jaw. <laughs> so you like this Cardi B album? Oh, girl, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you ever find anything? Oh, he was cheating on me, but it wasn't with the girl that I thought it was. Okay, so, so you jumped you, the wrong gun. Yeah, you jumped the wrong gun. <laughs> did you girl, stay I with him? the wrong gun. No, hell no. I dropped that why, man. The next guy just gonna cheat on you too. Shut up. Jeez. Hello, who's this? This Randy. Randy, you ever jumped the gun on something, bro? Oh yeah, DJ Envy. Um, uh, matter of fact, I'm from Columbia, South Carolina, so shout out to Charlemagne. 803 um, was happening. 803 in the house. But yeah, I was in the mall and I was walking, and this young lady and two two young ladies were walking past me, and then the girl, one of the girls, said, "Damn, he ugly," and I thought she was talking about me, so I was like, F- "You bitch." <laughs> Whoa. And then, and then she turned around and looked at me. She said, I wasn't talking about you. I was like, oh. Damn, I already told her, F you, bitch. Now what do you do? That, yeah. means, that means somebody called you ugly before and you was heard about it, though. No, no, seriously. No, I never, I never been called ugly before. That's why I was offended. <laughs> and and, and when, when she said that, I just assumed she was talking about me because I was, I mean. Did you walked, apologize? I, I couldn't say nothing because I was like, oh, well, my bad. And I walked off. My bad. Damn it, man. Hey, man, have a good day, ugly. Yeah, ugly ass. <laughs> you bitch. All right, Charlamagne. <laughs> All right, brother. <laughs> All right, now what's the moral of the story? <sighs> the moral of the story is measure twice, cut once. My moral of the story is just ask questions before you go at somebody. You might be wrong, okay? And if you are right, then go in. All right. Yeah, we got rumors <laughs> on the way? Yes, let's talk about Rick Ross. It was his daughter's birthday, and you won't believe the kind of gift that he gave her. Also, Black Panther on Black Jeopardy. I know you guys saw Saturday Night Live over the weekend, so we have that for you. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Yes. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. I just want to say, Angela Yee, F you. Why? Because you're going to bring all that West Indian Caribbean food here this morning. Shout out to Mango Seed from Brooklyn. And you know I'm on a detox, so you know I can't eat oh, that. Oh, it's delicious. So that's messed up. You got all them chicken wings. What is F you? Florida University? <laughs> you, you still on that? <laughs> What's F you? It means F you. Forget you. That's technically F-Y. Look, That's why bought, it don't make no sense. If you're saying bought, what I think mm, you're saying to her, it'd be F-Y. I'm not playing this game they with you. They bought mac and cheese. <laughs> they bought all the different kinds of wings. They bought uh, red velvet waffles. Oh, my goodness. But you ain't here talking about obesity this morning. Oh. Okay. I didn't eat that. Oh. He's, on a, he's doing his detox. She did. No, I didn't eat it. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Black Jeopardy. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, if you guys saw Saturday Night Live over the weekend, they did the Black Jeopardy segment, and that was with Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa from Black Panther. And here's what happened. Karen brings her potato salad to your cookout. Uh-oh, T'Challa. Before I answer, a few questions. This woman, Karen, she is Caucasian, eh? Yes. And she has her own recipe for potato salad. Yeah, yeah. And although I have never had potato salad, of course, I sense that this white woman does not season her food. That's right. <laughs> and if she does, she will probably add something unnecessary like raisins. I know, right? So something tells me that I should say. Say it. 
Oh, hell no, nah, Karen. <laughs> Keep your brand ass potato salad to yourself. That's the one time I laughed during all the SNL. Really? Well, actually, I laughed twice. I laughed during that, and I laughed when Cardi B yelled out, um, Saturday night, we're going to send the night and go to church in the morning. That was funny. All right, SNL so that was so on bad. SNL. Now, let's talk about Rick Ross. It was his daughter's birthday. She had her sweet 16, and guess what she got for her birthday? She got a brand new Bentley truck. Nice. Yeah, that's a beautiful, great uh, 16th birthday present. So uh, he wrote on her Instagram, I got to thank MTV, Khaled, and everyone who performed and or attended her priceless Sweet 16 party tonight. Oh, dropping a clues bomb that's for Rick dope. Ross raising the bar really high. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you go from here, sir. Okay, when you, when you start know. off with a Bentley truck at 16, what, you going to have a spaceship by 21? Pretty much. Now, Kendrick Lamar's Damn has become his third album to hit one million sales, so congratulations to him. That's his third million-selling album that was released nearly a year ago. Uh, Bow Wow is going to be coming to The Breakfast Club, apparently, Mm -hmm. but he's not planning on doing a lot of interviews. This might be his dead last interview. Now, he went on social media. He posted a picture of us. Uh, This was last week. He said, next week, my last and final interview. You look great. You no, got I don't. A huge I got a big pimple. ass pimple. They said you had a period pimple. I probably it was probably a dairy bump. He said next week my last and final interview ever. It will be a classic. Could have been did, but see the guy was out. I told Envy no. He got to be there if we're gonna do it. Let's do it right. Hashtag final interview. Hashtag I don't f with media. Hashtag I hate interviews. Here's what he said. Just want to apologize in advance. I know I got a lot of press to do this upcoming week, and if y'all feel like I'm dry because <sighs> I don't f- with you, I don't. Like the press, I don't with the media. They never like to talk about the work. They always want to gossip and ask. They don't got nothing to do with why you there. I'm here to work. I'm not here to gossip. I'm here to talk about what's going on in my personal life. You can cancel the motherfuckers if you don't want me to come up there. I really don't give a. Breakfast Club is confirmed, and I'm excited about that. Now, I will say, you cannot uh, go on that whole rant and then say you're doing the breakfast club. That's exactly what we all <laughs> Yeah, that's about. what we all do. Definitely don't, don't know about what that. you're talking about. You'll be up here okay? talking about real things. I mean, I, I, like, I mean, I haven't heard any music to talk about with you. And, uh, you know. He dropped a single a couple of weeks ago. We could talk about Like Mike. I think Like Mike is a classic. That was like 10 years uh, ago. We could talk about Lottery Ticket. Lottery was like, Ticket was great. That was like eight years ago. Yeah, but I still well, watch it. Well, he said he is going to be addressing a lot of his personal issues on his album. So. I assume we're going to have to talk about those. Okay. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Did we ever talk about um, when they were saying Bow Wow had got uh, sexually assaulted by his bodyguard? We asked him that before, right? That's what we do. Every old rumor that we know about Bow Wow since he wants this to be his final interview, we put all of that on the table. I can't imagine this will really be his last interview, though. No, but it sounds great. All right. All right, so we'll kick it with Bow Wow, I'm sure, this week. And that's true. He did want to come up here, and I think that was the day Charlamagne was out. He was like, no, I want the full breakfast club. So that was true. Anyway, but let's get to the mix. Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. I know a lot of you wanted to hear that new Drake, so we're going to start off the mix with that Drake. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.